Welcome to the Changing Construction podcast brought to you by Mail Manager, the Outlook add-in created by Arab to help companies get control of their email. Uh, my name is Jacob Wardrop and uh, thank you very much to all the listeners for joining us. As you know, we like to talk about a kind of range of different topics from leadership to uh, digital transformation. And we're coming back to the topic which we featured in our in our first episode, actually, on d- diversity. And delighted to be joined by my colleague Olivia Rowe and Shelley Lawrence from Women Into Construction. Uh, hi, hi Shelley. Hi, Jacob. Thanks for having me here today. No, but, uh, very, very welcome. And uh, welcome, Olivia, to the podcast as well. Hi. Thanks Hi. very much for having me. Um, so, uh, Shelley, just for the listeners who don't, don't know you, um, just kind of could you introduce uh, who you are and what you do, really? Absolutely. My name is Shelley Lawrence. I run the Women Into Construction program in Cambridgeshire. Women Into Construction are a not-for-profit organisation. We aim to address the gender imbalance in the construction industry and I am running the program here in Cambridgeshire in partnership with Hill, the house builder Hill. Okay great and I mean what's involved what's involved in the in the program? Okay so we aim to support women into construction and we do that by supporting those women with training and work placements. So we as a not-for-profit do a lot of um, outreach work and we go out and we really promote construction as an industry uh, for women to work in and we do that by working with schools, working with colleges, Um, we hold events where we invite women to our events to speak about construction and we also work really closely with lots of different referral partners um, such as the job centres, lots of um, employment support agencies, charities who help support women as well and we all get together and talk about different roles in construction and then once women have signed up to the program and would like some further support we then work to get them training so I would sit with them I would uh, create an action plan talking through their experience and their the opportunities that they would like to go into and we look at training so I work really closely with Cambridge Regional College uh, in this area And we put the women through their CSCS cards. So they gain their level one health and safety course. And then we do their touchscreen test so that they can get their CSCS card. And so they'll be able to go out onto sites. And then with that training, we then work to broker them onto a work placement with local employer in Cambridgeshire. So they can gain some really hands-on and practical experience on that work placement. And working with Hill, um, it's through Hill's partnership and support that we were able to start this operation here in in Cambridgeshire. Women into construction work uh, predominantly in London, also run programmes in Essex and in the West Midlands. And obviously to start supporting women in in a brand new region, we really need that industry support and um, Hill did that by sponsoring my role and also offering us our first batch of work placements and job opportunities so that we could go out there and start engaging with women with some with some real opportunities available from the start. Great so a li- little bit of sort of a dual role be- between promoting people in, into the industry and kind of encouraging people to get involved in the, in- in the industry and uh, maybe breaking down some of the kind of barriers which uh, prevents people who want to uh, actually getting involved in it yeah absolutely raising awareness supporting aspirations really promoting construction to women who may not have 
been encouraged or advised on construction historically, maybe at the start of their career. Construction, unfortunately, wasn't a career that or an industry that was really open or talked about to, to girls historically. I know I'm in my mid-30s and construction wasn't offered to me as a, as a career choice when I was first starting out, but it's a really dynamic, creative, exciting industry. And the women that we've been meeting in Cambridgeshire, talking to them about the different roles available, I think a lot of uh, people will assume that we're talking about trades and we definitely want to get more women on, on site and working in trades. Actually, if you look at the industry as a whole, women only represent 14% of the entire workforce in construction. And when you look at those site-based trade roles, it actually goes down to 1.2%. So we definitely want to encourage more women into those, those types of roles. But we also like to talk to women about the variety of different roles. I think a lot of, a lot of careers advisors maybe when you say construction, they think trade and therefore don't encourage the quantity surveying, the project management, the placemaking, the technical roles, engineering, all of those really varied job roles that are available. So we do a lot of work to um, talk to women about, about those roles as well. And why do you, like, from a, the business's point of view, what made Hill get involved, do you think? So I think Hill have recognised that there are huge benefits to having a diverse workforce and more creative workforce. Um, it allows them to have a, have a workforce of, of different worldviews and different perspectives, which will make them a more forward-thinking and innovative company. They were really dedicated in um, looking at gender diversity and working with women into construction to put some positive action in place. And also contractors need to take responsibility that they have a huge influence on how their subcontractors work and really influencing that supply chain to also meet that main contractor's values. And working with women into construction allows Hill to put that positive action in place and support the Women into Construction programme in Cambridgeshire. Okay, great. Well, I think it's hard to find anyone who disagrees, but that's a very, very worthwhile cause. Uh, I know my, my mum will probably be listening to this episode. She runs a modular building company. So uh, hello, mum. So given what's happening at the moment, I mean, how is, you know, it must be really, I would have thought it must be really challenging um, to kind of continue to promote and grow at the rate which you were. So how's the network changed since the kind of start of the pandemic? since that pandemic and um, so yes yeah, so employers obviously had to take drastic action to put COVID-19 restrictions on their site and that has affected our ability as has everyone being in lockdown to get those women onto those sites and, and into those employers to get some practical hands-on experience and for us also engaging with women um, it was based very much on a face-to-face -face approach at event in the room together. So what we did very purposefully and very quickly was changed our delivery to a remote offering. So we have held a Facebook Live event with Hill. So Hill came on to our first Facebook Live uh, back in April and I interviewed some of the women working at Hill so they could talk about their experience, their pathways and journey into the industry and about their roles and what their different roles entail. We had a head of HR, we had a bid writer, a site manager and a quantity 
surveyor on and um, talking about their roles and that was great and we had a, a live Q&A and lots of women were watching and asking questions so we were still able to really engage and promote construction um, and and speak to some women about some particular points around construction and offer that advice and guidance remotely uh, and then women into construction in the other regions have, have followed suit and also had some really engaging and um, fantastic live event remotely on Facebook live since and then we have launched a remote mentoring program to continue offering that connection for the women interested in construction to the industry speaking to people who are working and experienced in the industry already. So we're still continuing to make that connection through remote mentoring. Okay. And I think it would be worth kind of really talking about, you know, I myself, like you mentioned earlier, Shelley was from a young age, was never kind of pushed into even thinking about the, the construction industry as a, as a career option. And one of the really important things for, you know, people that might be kind of even starting to consider it or not at all, you know, why should women be going into the construction industry and, and getting involved? Yeah, sure. So, Construction is a really dynamic, exciting industry. I think maybe it had a bad rap for a long time and women maybe didn't look at it as a viable option for them because they felt maybe that the culture wasn't right for them. But actually, a lot has been done to ensure inclusivity in the in the industry. And we work as a not-for-profit to try and um, support employers to continue pushing forward for that, those culture changes. But really, it's it's a... It's a job that offers wide variety. As I said before, there's the trade site-based roles, but there's also a lot of managerial roles, planning, a lot of technical roles. And it really does offer a, a progressive career path where you can really enjoy some true job satisfaction. So a lot of the women that I speak to who work in construction say that they love the fact that they can stand back from a project and say, I built that. I was part of that and they get real job satisfaction and value through that and there's not many industries that really get to have that impact and that change on their local community so whether that's building schools hospitals infrastructure housing you really are having a an impact on improving your local area and your local community so it's a fantastic sector for job satisfaction there's high earning potential I don't think we talk about that enough either and um, construction is a really lucrative industry and they look after their people really well and they pay fantastically and I don't think that's that's something that should be reserved just for men women should be paying women should be paid and have access to those high earning potential roles as well so construction really is an opportunity to to have fantastic progression into those higher paid roles so it's not just a, not just a job for boys and um, women should have access to this this exciting and dynamic industry as well okay I interesting i mean i kind of wish that i'd actually known from a young age some of the things that you'd you'd mentioned um and obviously on a, a less positive note there are kind of things that are in place and you know you're kind of tr trying to change with this with this whole kind of scheme um so i mean what are the kind of main you know barriers that women are facing at the moment trying to kind of pursue a career in the industry 
Yeah, there's still some barriers in place and, and that's why our uh, positive action programme aims to try and break some of those barriers down. I think one of the, the barriers is maybe childcare. So how our work placements work is that we obviously broker that experience with the employer, but as a not-for-profit, we support that woman with childcare expenses so we cover her childcare costs if she has any because that is a huge barrier if you have if you would like to go into a new industry but you don't have the experience but you have children and to gain that experience you have to have an outlay of childcare first and um, that's quite difficult so the work placements women don't get paid but as I say women into construction we support with the childcare costs and also with the travel as well and we make sure that the women women have everything they need on site so we make sure they have all the PPE so there's no cost to them to go and gain that experience and I think that's one thing that comes up when when they're starting to apply for jobs it's oh it's great okay maybe you might have done a bit of training but you don't have any experience so that's why we work really hard to make sure that the women um, on our program are able to have access um, at no cost to themselves to that hands-on practical experience I also think there needs to be more pathways into the industry for women who maybe have had a career in a different um, sector so for example like we were saying if construction wasn't offered to women um, historically at a younger age they may have had a career already and are looking to transition uh, and go into a different uh, into construction and they have valuable transferable skills but unfortunately there aren't many pathways where that experience is, is valued so they would have to start from a trainee program or maybe like an apprenticeship and a lot of women who are transitioning in their careers might not have the ability to go down to a trainee wage or an apprenticeship wage they might have responsibilities a mortgage family to pay for um, so we really need to work as an industry to look at those opportunities and say okay well they have transferable skills they're not starting necessarily from a trainee position and, and value those transferable skills um, to be able to set them on to a pathway to transition into the into the sector Great. And have you got any kind of examples of, you know, this working like in, 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 in practice, like movements like yourselves, generally there's, um, there's some kind of success stories? Yeah, so women into construction have been working this model of support for over 11 years now. So in the other areas, we've had fantastic um, outcomes. We've trained over 1,600 women. Over half of those have gone into sustainable employment in the construction industry. Here in Cambridgeshire, we're a very new programme, so we only launched this support in October. But we've been delighted, actually, with the response from both the local stakeholders, everybody involved, and the amount of women who, are, who have come to us to register for further support. We've actually registered double the number of women we were targeted for for the first year. So it really does go to show that, that with that extra support, advice, and guidance, it's really opening up some new opportunities. And there's the women here who are interested in the industry. So it's really positive. So yeah, so we have supported 49 women with advice and guidance in the last year. We've had 30 of those women sign up for further support. Um, we've had women on work placements. I met uh, a particular woman who was looking for a career in carpentry. So she has been applying for apprenticeships with, with no, no joy. And I introduced her to Hill and Hill 
uh, brokered her a work placement on their ironwork site in the centre of Cambridge with their subcontractor sub on that site. And she came and did two weeks work experience, thoroughly enjoyed it, was up there on the roof working with the contract with the subcontractor. Uh, and they were thrilled with her and, and they have since written her a fantastic referral letter. She is actually based in Peterborough, so it didn't work out opportunity-wise to come and work in Cambridge. But we've actually used that referral letter and that ex experience to add that to her CV. And we've now um, managed to get her an interview with Peterborough Regional College to start an apprenticeship in September. And that just shows that adding that experience onto that CV made, it, made a huge difference. Yeah, that's really interesting, Shelley. I'm thinking there must there's, there must also be a slightly you know uh, less positive and more challenging aspect to to the role. And I'm just interested to know what what they are, whether that's kind of challenges getting people you know interested and engaged in the industry, or getting companies to really sort of commit to change and doing stuff beyond the kind of um, lip service. Yeah, so with companies that I've spoken to actually everybody has been really engaging and can see the benefits of opening up more opportunities to women so as I say who are using their influence on their supply chain to open those connections for me to go and speak to subcontractors and I've been speaking to lots of other main contractors in the area who are really pushing for gender diversity in their workforces and also the industry's facing a skills shortage and this was before COVID-19 so the CITB were actually saying that we need as an industry to recruit 33,000 new recruits per year between now and 2023 to be able to meet demand so I think the industry really has understood that they need to widen their talent pools to be able to fulfill that work and really do need to to reach out and diversify their their workforces to to address that skills gap okay and what, what's the normal response you first get what's the first response you you uh, initially get when you first start talking to somebody about a role in construction so a lot of the women who come to my events, it, it is very mixed. So I will have women who have considered it and done some research and want to find out more. And then I do have some women who say they see my promotion or they have spoken to a work coach at a job centre who's met me and had never thought about it before. It hadn't occurred to them that this could be a, an industry for them. So we do a lot of work to sit down and, and really look at pathways, look at different roles, see what experience they've had in the past and create that action plan moving forward to support them into the right pathway. Okay, and from your point of view, when you speak to companies who kind of are really embracing this and are really committed to change, you know, because if you know, for being honest about that, that's that's probably what's been you know needed for a, a number of years. What do you think are some of the you know some of the the actual sort of benefits from a you know a managing director's point of view for sort of changing some of maybe the sort of historical uh, injustices, if, if you like. So I think for, if you're looking at MDs, looking at sort of strategy, it, it really does come down to having a creative and dynamic workforce who are, who are working together with a variety of worldviews to, to have that forward thinking approach. And having more women um, on board definitely does change the, the dynamics and for the better. And they are, like I say, looking at their skills gap and knowing that they really do need to widen their, their talent pool. 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point. You know, we know that there was um, the last recession, for example, quite a lot of people left construction, uh, particularly kind of engineering, which, um, yeah, which is just uh, exaggerated the problem of skill shortages. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, obviously the landscape's changing now with the pandemic as well. And we're having to um, address that and, and see what we can do to help to help fill those opportunities that might be out there and, and encourage more women into the industry. So I suppose something else to kind of touch on, and you, you mentioned it earlier, is the kind of types of roles that um, women should be considering when they want to kind of go into the industry. And are there any kind of roles that you think people wouldn't immediately consider? Yeah, so I think women should be encouraged in into absolutely every single role <laughs> that's mm-hmm. available in construction. But as I said before, um, they may put a barrier up for themselves when looking at construction, thinking that maybe it, it is just those trade um, site-based roles. And actually what we try to do is go out there and really promote the variety of different roles available. So yeah, I think for women, they can they can do anything they set their, their minds to. We're here to support them into any role, um, but we do try and do a lot to encourage women to look at the variety of different roles in the sector. Uh, so that could be anything from quantity surveying, technical roles, placemaking, planning, development. Yeah, it's a really wide ranging sector to be a part of. And it's a, like I say, creative and, and dynamic uh, industry to be a part of. Great. And, and from your kind of point of view, for those women who kind of, you know, know the role that they, they want to go into in the industry, you know, what do you think is really important for women to have in their mind when they're, when they're joining and, and pursuing that? Um, I think it's important for them to know that they, well, if they're working with women into construction, uh, they have our support. We support them with job applications, interview techniques with their CVs. So women into construction will, would be there to support those women until they have been working in that role uh, for six months. So they have our support if they, they come and work with women into construction. And also I think that it's important for there to be role models in the industry. So maybe networking, going out there and speaking to other women who have gone before them. I'd always advise um, having a mentor and yet going out there and speaking to to women who have gone before them. That's great, Shelley. Well, it's been really, really interesting speaking to you and kind of learning a bit more, a bit more about the the organisation. Uh, women in BIM is another uh, another. Um, we've had Vicky Reynolds on, on on from Women in BIM, kind of talking along a, uh, similar lines. Although this is obviously you know a bit broader in terms of talking about uh, roles out, outside of BIM and, and across the whole industry. We like to end each episode just with a takeaway in terms of a piece of advice you'd have for any anyone listening, obviously particularly if they were someone sort of considering um, getting involved. Fantastic, yeah, absolutely. So if any women are out there listening to this because they're researching construction roles, I'd be more than happy to talk to them about how women into construction can support them. They can have a look at our website, which is www.women-into-construction.org, or they can email me at shelley.lawrence at women into-construction.org. But also I'd, I'd like to say to any women out there 
or anybody out there in the construction industry who feels that they would be a good role model and would like to take part in our remote mentoring program to also get in touch and to see how they could offer their experience to to help them progress. Great, really good note to end on. So look up Shelley Lawrence on LinkedIn and uh, for a chance to do a bit of remote mentoring. I know lots of people are looking for kind of those uh, types of ways to use this time a little bit more as productively as possible. Uh, so, well, uh, yeah, great. Thank you very much for coming on, Shelley. Really looking forward to keeping in touch. And if there's anything, you know, which we can do to sort of share or spread awareness, then, um, then we certainly will. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Great. Uh, thanks again, uh, Olivia, as well. Uh, in terms of uh, listeners, thanks for joining us. If, you've, if you like the episode, uh, as I've mentioned on a cu- couple of others, now we've really enjoyed the amount of engagement the podcast is getting. We want it to be something which shares and stimulates kind of positive change, really. Uh, you know, this episode is no different to that. So if you've enjoyed the episode, please uh, rate, rate it and subscribe to the Change in Construction uh, channel. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Um, thanks very much for, for listening.